This episode of the Koch Brothers Mystery Show is brought to you by Iron Galaxy, the creators of Video Ball. Video Ball is a piece of electronic entertainment. Video Ball is a sport you can play. Video Ball is a sport everyone can play. Go play Video Ball. More info at videoball.net. The American dream is under attack. During Monday's debate, Donald Trump proposed expanding the unconstitutional practice of stop and frisk. He later walked it back, saying, quote, I thought we were talking about beauty pageants. The University of Kentucky recently voted against a proposed free enterprise center funded by the Koch brothers and Papa John, which marks the first time anyone on a college campus has rejected free pizza and Coke. A secret Cold War-era nuclear project will soon be revealed in Greenland thanks to receding ice caps. Also, a secret Cold War-era liver spot will soon be revealed on my father's head thanks to a receding hairline. All this and more, excluding any explanation for why I've been gone, on the Koch brothers' glaring absence from the election special! It's the Koch brothers' mystery show. It's the mystery show with the Koch brothers. Welcome to the Koch brothers' glaring absence from the election special. Weekly hot takes and cold realities from the writers of the Koch brothers' mystery show to help you prepare for our fiery national death on November 8th. And we begin today with Congress. The U.S. Senate overrode a veto from President Obama and passed a bill allowing Americans to sue Saudi Arabia for the attacks on 9-11. This opens up the U.S. government to be sued for the Iraq War, errant drone strikes, and Adam Sandler. In other Jews, this week saw the passing of former Israeli Prime Minister Shimon Peres, who won the Nobel Prize in 1993 for a peace treaty that supported self-governance for the Palestinian people. So we assume he won the Nobel Prize for fiction. Perez is survived by three children in an apartheid state. In lieu of flowers, Israel requests that we send $38 billion. A revolutionary new procedure has produced the first baby with DNA from three different people. Doctors say the baby is healthy, but they'll keep an eye on him until he's a menage a twaddler. A Clemson University dorm outlawed Harambe memes, claiming they promote rape culture. In response, Baylor University has announced Harambe memes will be its starting right tackle. We'll leave the rest of the show for the betas and cucks. If your ancestor colonizes and your hog pollenizes, get your Anglo-Saxon uncut dick out for the alt-right update. Welcome to the alt-right update, the only media that isn't ghost-written by Lana Dunham or puppeted by Ariana Huffington Post. The way I see it, there are only two kinds of people in this election, winners and cucks subservient men bending to the will of feminazis like crooked Hillary Clinton. So who pulled out of this debate with an actual hard dick? It's time for this week's alt-right update, winners and cucks. First up, moderator Lester Holt. Lester Holt, what is he? A Democrat? A Republican? I don't know what Lester Holt is, but what I do know is that he's a biased, less hot version of Ginny Finch because that dude was pitching up softballs to Clinton all night long. Lester let Shillery talk for almost 35% of the debate and even dared to cut off Donald Trump when he was allegedly two minutes over his time. Besides, 
We all know that time is a construct invented by feminists as an excuse for getting uglier as you age. For going belly up to Hill the Beast and giving into the feminist concept of time, Lester Holt becomes Lester Cuck Holt. Next up, the Stormfront.net forums. Now, I don't usually like to let on the fact that I'm a white nationalist because I can't justify my bigoted opinions with facts, science, or meaningful data, but the dawn makes me finally feel safe enough to be my true self. And while I browsed the Stormfront forums expecting a few white pride victory gifts, what I found was that a majority of white nationalists actually agreed that Hillary won the debate. And that's an actual, real thing. They dared to insult the Donald's throbbing hog, with one user even saying Hillary mopped the floor with him. To be clear, I am not making this up. I believe in an Earth-centric solar system, and I believe that Stormfront.net is a forum full of cucks. Coming up next is the five living U.S. presidents, none of whom think Trump should be president. So many submissive beta males here, you'd think you're living in cuck city, cuck S.A. 1. Barack Hussein Obama, cuckholder-in-chief. 2. George W. Bush, daddy's little cuck, a.k.a. weapon of mass decuction. 3. Bill Clinton, made shillery a literal cuck. 4. George H.W. Bush, a vomiting wheelchair cuck. 5. Jimmy Carter, or cuckatat for cuckmanity. Rounding out the cucks, we have Donald Trump's microphone. I lost 50% of my hearing setting off fireworks at a Jason Aldean concert a few years ago, so you know I have my TV turned all the way up just so I can hear DT's alpha male baritone slinging hot truths at my face. I listened to every word that came out of the Don's mouth loud and clear, and it was all facts as golden as Ivanka's hair. Only did I find out afterwards that Donald said his mic was cutting in and out for the whole debate, so the people inside the theater could barely hear him. If it's not good enough for my orangutan king, it's not good enough for me. I bet a hundred suck jobs it was that sure MX418-C 18-inch gooseneck condenser model microphone. That's the worst goddamn podium mic known to man. Uh, cuck check, cuck check, one, two, one, two. Uh, yeah, this thing's cucking at 100% cuck. And finally, to our only winner of the night in my eyes, future U.S. President Donald J. Trump. He was at full alpha male, making Hillary's 30-plus years of hands-on government experience fall to putty at his burnt Siena, Adonis-like figure. Our law and order candidate stood all six foot three inches tall, showing off his patented winning and shouting temperament. He demonstrated how he'd fix our nation's crime with random search and seizure, and he showcased his trademark business knowledge when he revealed he's never paid federal income tax like a fucking cuck. That's the dominant Uber man we need as our commander in chief. The future is alt right, and come November, it's gonna be a cuckmageddon. Cuck, 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 cuck. We now turn our attention to the votes that are more vote than your vote. The swing states. Today, Arizona, the land of giant succulents and succulent giants. Charles Barkley, of course, during his time with the Phoenix Suns. But despite multiple MVP seasons from the round mound of rebound, the Suns could never translate regular season success into an NBA title. Ah, Arizona. 
Anyway, here's native Arizonian Stevie Nicks to talk to you about Arizona's new voter ID laws. Silver Springs is a great little song, y'all. Thank you all so much for being here in the middle of the desert. I'm Stevie Nicks, and all these scarves are mine. This next song always makes me think of my grandfather. He was a singer here in Arizona. My Wikipedia page doesn't say where I live, and this is the last place I can remember having a corporal form. I'm a spirit of the road, baby. Since I think I probably live here, I'll be voting in Arizona come November. I endorse the white-winged dove herself, Hillary Rhiannon Clinton. Hi, I'm Lindsay Buckingham, and that tambourine is the sound of a solid gold dust woman fact. Every time you hear that sound, you'll know that fact is completely true. In a recent New York Times interview, Stevie Nicks is quoted as saying, Of course I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. Of course I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. I played Don't Stop at Bill Clinton's inaugural ball in 1993. But all you desert creatures, from the Gila monsters to the prairie dogs, need to get out and vote. Hi, I'm Mick Fleetwood, and that wind chime is the sound of Stevie getting something kind of wrong. Every time you hear that, it's a sign to take what Stevie just said with a grain of salt. Desert animals cannot vote, but people can. And I think what Stevie is trying to say is that people in Arizona should get out and vote. It's like sweet, consensual coitus with a pencil. Now for many in Arizona, this year may be a little more difficult than years past. I'm Christine McVeigh and I was in Fleetwood Mac too. That's enough, Christine McVeigh. Times go bad, times go rough. Won't you throw me down in tall green grass and let me do my stuff? Anyway, in 2013, the Supreme Court overturned sections of the Voting Rights Act, making it possible for states like Arizona to change their voting laws without any federal review. And now Arizona's got the disenfranchisement blues. This next song's a little ditty about love and all the places it can take you. But first, the people most affected by these new laws in Arizona are Latino voters. Actually, Stevie, I think the term is Latin X now. Ah, uh, this is rumors all over again. Rumors. You mean rumors. Roomba. Ugh. The population here in Phoenix is 40% Latin X. Time makes you bolder, children get older, and Latin X votes deserve to count too. But whoopsie duty. These slippery rattlesnakes in Maricopa County downsized the number of polling places during the presidential primaries from 200 in 2012 to just 60 in 2016. That's one polling place for every 108,000 people. Some people in Maricopa County had to wait in line as long as five hours to vote in the primaries. Some districts had no polling place at all. Now that's just not the Fleetwood Mac way. Is this voter suppression? After all, Latinx voters typically lean Democrat, and a common name for Donald Trump around Phoenix is El Pelos de Lote, or the corn-haired man, I caramba. Oh, daddy. One very last thing. You can go your own way, but on the way to the polls, watch out for Sheriff of Maricopa County and committed birther, Joe Aripaso. He's known for his saturation patrols. 
Which isn't when you go on a cocaine-fueled bender and sleep with every member in your band. Except me. That's enough, Christine McVie. Your mouth smells like an ostrich fart. A saturation patrol is actually when cops pull over drivers in predominantly Latinx neighborhoods and demand drivers produce their immigration papers. These were ruled unconstitutional in 2013, but they're still routinely done. Joe Aripaso has spoken at Trump rallies and flew himself to Hawaii to see if he could find Obama's birth certificate, but all he could find was a little demon turning him around. Specifically the first clerk at the records office who told him to go away. Now this next song is about paving paradise to put up a parking lot. That was Joni Mitchell. But there's some hope. Foundations like Promise Arizona are sending people out door to door to collect ballots from people who cannot make it to a polling center to vote. And the newspaper, the Arizona Republic, endorsed Hillary Clinton, marking the first time in its 126-year history that it endorsed a Democrat. So get out and vote, Arizona, because if you elect El Pelos de la Elote, these laws are going to get a whole lot worse. Anyway, here's that song I've been talking about. Enjoy the concert, Desert Critters. Don't say that you love me. That's it for this week's Koch Brothers glaring absence from the election special. Tune in next time for brand new stories and hot new swing states. The Koch Brothers Mystery Show is created by Gary Pascal and Brad Einstein with writers Shannon Knoll, Tom Fell, Sean Sullivan, Libby Schreiner, Charles Pettit, and edited by Chris Yearwood. Have a story you want to hear us cover? Hit us up on Twitter at Coke Bros Mystery and let us know. And as always, rate us five stars on iTunes, leave a review, and catfish us on Zillow. Coke Brothers away! Psst, Davey! The writers still have control of the show, but at least the narrator's back. I don't know. He's all self-aware now. Boys, I need your help. (laughs) (laughs) All our fourth walls are crumbling. It's It's a Coke Brothers very scared boys. Please bring me a warm milk and please help us. There's 78 ceiling tiles in this room. Ah!